Back to Wexford, where we started again this morning, trying to restart seeing patients at the hospital after a fire on Wednesday night that left over 200 patients being moved to hospitals around the east of the country. Damien McCallion is the HSE's Chief Operations Officer. He's with us again this morning. Damien McCallion, good morning again. After yesterday's assessments, how much damage do you now know has been done? Good morning, Gavin. So that, that work is still ongoing. The Gardaí forensic uh, team are on site, have concluded their work. So the site is essentially back in our own estates management's hands uh, today, although they've been working in parallel with the Gardaí our priority at the moment is around the electrical works and the oxygen, ensuring safe supply to the, the rest of the hospital. And the estate team are meeting with local contractors today to try and understand, I suppose, what works we could perhaps start to, to work on while the design team that will need to be established to try and, I suppose, get that area back into operation. So that's where we're at on the technical side at the moment. In service terms, Gavin, then the maternity unit will open up today and great credit to the staff there who've worked feverishly over the last 24 hours to try and get that back up and running, and that will open up today. Outpatients then will open on Monday, and people will already have had appointments, and there will be contact made with patients in that regard also. So they're very positive steps, and as I say, huge credit to the staff in the hospital who worked feverishly to try and ensure that those services can be restored. Our challenge then really relates to our emergency care and what we would call scheduled care or procedures for, for patients. So maybe taking the scheduled care piece first, the Eli unit, which is adjacent to the hospital, continues to operate. So people who have endoscopy appointments and some oncology work is also undertaken there. And that will continue. And again, that's positive. There are challenges then in terms of how we restore, say, all day procedures that would have been undertaken in the hospital. And work is ongoing to look at how and how long it will take, I suppose, to do that. We're also looking there at other contingency arrangements in terms of working with other hospitals, both the public and private sector to alleviate wait times for patients that will be impacted undoubtedly by what's happened in Wexford. In yes, the can other hospitals cope with the extra demands that are going to be placed upon them by Wexford being in large parts out of service? Yeah, so on the scheduled care side, Gavin, obviously we have a little bit more control on that, although there are still challenges there. On the emergency care side, there's no question that's putting pressure on some of our adjacent hospitals, such as in, in Waterford, for example, which is, is very close to Wexford. Uh, two things there. In the first instance, I'm conscious of those patients who had to move from the hospital maybe in the first instance. And again, just to reinforce that information line for patients uh, and their families, 053-915-3012. Decisions there in terms of those patients being repatriated back to Wexford will really be made on a case-by-case basis. Some of those patients may be able to be discharged from the hospitals. And as you may recall yesterday, patients are in many hospitals throughout the eastern seaboard and southern seaboard so those will be made on a case-by-case basis, but undoubtedly we will look in the short term if some patients are going to need extended care, whether they can be accommodated in the areas in Wexford now that are safe. So those are decisions that will okay. be made over the next number of days, Gavin, on that. Ongoing pressure then on the emergency department is one of the key things, but to open the emergency department in, in Wexford will require a number of things. Firstly, our ICU, our emergency department itself, both of which are largely unaffected. The key challenge there is ensuring sufficient beds to support safe operation of an emergency department in Wexford. And our team this morning are working through what our options are around okay. that because there will be some loss of beds as a result of the fire in that area. And, and that's really the core. And challenge. when do you envisage full facilities being restored? It's too premature to say at the moment. As I say, the team are working through that to try and look what's the effect of that. And we know it will be months rather than weeks in relation to that area that's damaged for certain parts of that will take some time. So there is an impact over a long period and we're looking at both short-term options and long-term options in relation to how we could address the deficit and the gap that will be there as a result of this. And as I said, through the hard work of the team in Wexford, 
maternity will open today okay. and outpatients on Monday. Do you know what caused the fire? Uh, well, that's still subject to, to evaluation. We know the area that started, and that's well reported, but the exact cause, we'll wait for the technical report rather than speculate. What I would say is there was substantial works undergone, and we have a rolling programme in terms of fire safety works in our hospitals, and there's no question that mitigated what happened down there, thankfully, in terms of the potential consequences, which, you know, when we, when we all saw fire in a hospital, your, your first thoughts are, are clearly, you know, really, really bad in terms of potential impact, and thankfully from the measures that were taken and the response of the staff and all the emergency service that was able to be contained. But we'll await the technical report and if there's any learning or anything from that, clearly that would be taken and, and applied to our hospitals. David McCallion, HSE's Chief Operations Officer, thank you very much for speaking with us again this morning.